Hey man, when I drop this beat right here, I need everybody to get up. Hello, welcome to the Minds Unlimited podcast, where we empower others by changing perspectives. I am your host, Jay Duncan. And this is your co-host, Jess Z. And today's episode will be titled... Working Relationships. Yes, yes, yes. So sometimes when y'all hear work, or when I hear work, I can just speak for me, um, we think of job, and we think of something that we're required to do um, for a lot of people, nine to five, or Monday through Fridays, for some people, every day of the week. Um, but I think definition queen over here is going to share a, at least a definition to help us get to a, um, a more functional understanding of what we mean by working relationships. The hopes is that we will free you from the mindset of like, um, something that you're prisoner to and, and get you into the freedom of work. Yeah. All right. What's uh, the definition? <laughs> so a lot of people think. Working relationships are when you are at the workplace mm -hmm. and despite whatever personal things you have going on with a person, you work well with them mm -hmm. or you work in the setting and that is the essence of your relationship. It's work-based only. Yeah. To me, I think that working relationships are just tolerating people sometimes if mm. you don't take into account the fact that the person is a person. Okay. I think working relationships are important for the workplace, but I think they're also important um, for building us up as people to be able to communicate outside of the workplace. Yeah. Um, I think that, the common misconception is that we are only in a relationship with other human beings around us, and that is the relationships we have at work, and then, and then we get a job done. I think that we have to kind of think of this. You are in a relationship with the job that you're doing and the people that you're doing the work with. Yep. So if you feel like you are doing meaningless work, then part of that relationship is going to be unfulfilling because the work itself feels mean, meaningless to you, regardless if you like the people you work with and then vice versa. Mm -hmm. So um, let's jump into that today because I want to free some people from being like, oh, I'm happy with the people at work, but work is just draining. And they don't realize that the work, even though it's not a person, it is a relationship too. It is. So it's something that you see. Some people see their jobs more than they see, you know, their families, right? Mm -hmm. You're at work for 12 hours and you see your family for four before it's time for bed. Yep. yep. So um, our working relationships in turn, if we're at work more than we are um, in our personal relationships outside of work, mm -hmm. then it can have an effect on all the relationships uh, trickle down right yes so it's kind of important and i think a lot of people feel like work uh relationships are or working relationships are just putting on a happy face at work and pretending yeah. like you don't have a problem with anyone or that you like everyone and that can be 
damaging because it's not cultivating interpersonal and um, communication skills Mm -hmm. within the workplace. And it's just making this facade of work, right? Mm -hmm. And your relationships there aren't necessarily helping what you're doing. Yeah. I think today I'm probably going to come from the idea of the relationship with the actual work itself. And I feel that that's because the season of life that I'm in. And I know for me, I've witnessed you be very good with like individual relationships and then uh, being able to like reflect on those, grow those, or decide if you need to disconnect those in order to get the job done. Um, So one of the first things that I would like to share is everyone should have a why. I say should because some people go into work without having one and they're able to do it. But to me, I believe that if you have a why, if you remember why you're getting into this in the first place, that will drive you to know the level of connection you have with what you're doing. For example, um, I've worked with a lot of different agencies. My why at the time was was because building you know, my resume or building my income, right? So I would do things. I would have skills at what I'm doing, and I'm a mental health therapist by trade, but I haven't always leaned into that talent or that gift of mine. Sometimes I got into doing like case management and whatnot because that's what you do with the degree that I have. It wasn't a relationship with my field. I did it. And then coworkers were either cool or not cool. It didn't matter, right? I didn't connect to people as much as I connected to every two weeks. There was a paycheck. And I'm like, that's my why. It it would change when I became an entrepreneur. Um, I love people before that. Don't get me wrong. But it changed (laughs) when I became an entrepreneur to where I realized that I'm not working for a company. I'm working. I'm using my talent is my job. So it kind of changed everything. My why became I do this, not I go to work to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when it became a, I do this, I started to look at people differently, right? Even people that came that were my hurdles at first when I was working for an agency is like, uh, just don't talk to that person. Let's go, you know, we're going to go in this meeting. I'm just going to listen. I'm in, I'm out, right? Now, me. <laughs> now I work for myself and it's like I go to these meetings and I'm listening to things. I'm like, nah, I'm not a part of this. Like I, I'm now I'm making decisions like, nope. That doesn't fly. I'm going to raise my hand. I'm going to say something now. Versus before, mm, stay under the radar, right? Mm-hmm. So my why changed. I think that that leading into what you probably are going to go into, the way that I interact with people changed because my relationship with what I'm doing was important and I had a why. Yeah. And I think I um, I worked retail for a long time. And well, not a long time, like three years. But that could be long <laughs> compared to some people. It's really not. But yeah. it was my retail was my first job, my first big person job. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. And a lot of people were like, oh, gosh, like I hate retail. And I loved it because I loved people. I loved interacting with people. I loved seeing people happy. I wasn't really in it for the sales or because I didn't make commission anyway, but I wasn't in it for the sales. I was in it because I really enjoyed seeing different people, having different experiences, making people feel great. Mm-hmm. And that was my why. And then everything else came after that, right? Results came after that. Um, hitting numbers, sales, all that was a byproduct of me knowing my why and my relationship with my work being because being of positive nature because I liked, you know, working with the people. Now, (laughs) when people came 
and started working with me and I was like, ugh, these people, you know, that I'm working with, it to me it became isolating because I was like, ugh, I don't really want to work with these people, but I still want to work with the public. I still want to work with the consumers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the working relationship became uh, these people that I work with stress me out and I'm just going to hit this smile and this high and by and do my mm-hmm. own thing. And that wasn't necessarily for the collective work environment. But since I didn't embrace the collective work environment, I didn't learn how to work within a group with, you know, integrated people and different personalities and that kind of thing. So um, it's important to know your why, but I think it's important to know your who, too. You know, (laughs) who's in the workplace. Um, That's just from my experience. I I can I can check that off and say yeah. Um, once upon a time, I was a server um, at Olive Garden, and then I worked in catering as well. I loved what I did. Um, at the time, you can imagine I wasn't balling. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, but it was it was work. I was young. It's what I did. People you work with were cool. Sometimes you know the people that you're serving were like jerks. Sometimes and sometimes you have good customers, right? And all servers out there know what I'm talking about. Um, but it depends on the, who you work for sometimes, and then those people around you can sometimes make your job enjoyable. There mm-hmm. are certain companies um, out there that thrive because they are people companies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they make their work environment less of a machine and more of a community of people that work there. Yes. And I believe that in those, it's easier to see your why because you can be you can be who you are and complement a team versus – you complimenting a number mm-hmm. if that makes sense and that's when you know your your working relationship isn't based off of stress yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. based, i mean there might be stress in your work but that is not the essence yes. of your relationship with your job you don't wake up and say oh i'm gonna be stressed at work today i already know it or even if you do say that you're gonna be like but i have you know, a team behind me that supports me, or I know I can count on Lisa in accounting because <laughs> she up. will handle it or whatever. So, um, yeah, I think it's important for your working, but again, that's a people focus, your working mm-hmm. relationships, nine times out of 10, you're going to be working with, with people. people. <laughs> and, you know, there's some things that you have to quote unquote, um, get over as people would say mm-hmm. there's certain things that you have to accept but the, I don't think that you should be in the workplace just tolerating yes. everything I right? 100% agree <laughs> tolerating is is it is just that tolerating is you saying I'm going to do this in lieu of in order for me to get a result over here something I that I don't want to do but I'm willing to do over and over again now the level of tolerance mm-hmm. that's another thing and I think that um, if, like I said, talking from an organizational standpoint, if you get up and you're saying I do this work because I can tolerate it versus I feel good by doing this work, your relationship with yourself should be popping up and saying, there's an issue. If you get up every day and it's time to go from work and you feel more drained by waking up to get ready for it, your body, your mind is trying to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand it is not as easy to switch jobs for some people, but pay attention to yourself. Um, I've done it for years. I've woke up and was like, yo, I must not be the morning person. I must not be a people person, but really it was the job. Like the job didn't fit who I was. And because I thought that, oh, I need to stick it out because that's what you need to do. No, it wasn't until I switched, switched to something else that was better for me. 
emotional wise, stress wise to where I was like, oh, my performance level is even better when I feel better. Right. Mm -hmm. So in relationship to yourself, what you do can like some people are not nine to five people, period. And if you're forcing yourself to do that, I understand if you got to grind, but be real. Like I'm not a nine to five. I would rather be an entrepreneur, but you have to remember your why to do that. And that's where your uh, I call it internship, mm -hmm. not internship, but in Internship yes, comes in because uh, for me, it's like, or for anybody out there that eventually has an end goal, you are, you might be working a nine to five or working a job that you have a strong relationship, but that's only in turn mm -hmm. for you to get, you know what I'm saying? Where you're trying to go. Trying to yeah. go. Um, so this is just you know, one turn on the merry-go-round. And when it comes back around, I'm going to mm -hmm. be, you know, on to the next. Yes. And so that might be your working relationship, um, but it doesn't mean that it has to be miserable the whole time. Correct. It doesn't mean that you have to be mediocre at it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you, um, it's going to be happy and fun and get you everything you need just by you being there. Sometimes you have to put in the work at work Mm -hmm. <laughs> right to get what you need in turn yes for your next opportunity sure. that's what's up <laughs> yo <laughs> it dropped the ball <laughs> like real talk <laughs> that's it um i i'm just looking back at my life at least that is so true it's like you it's a give and take like there is that you don't just go get up and go to work and it's like oh i'm going to give myself give myself give myself and if you don't get anything back all of a sudden you should feel fulfilled. No, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I might not like this job today, but if my goal is to stack up money and this is the ways I do that, or if I can learn something from it, it's a give and take. I'm giving my time and expectation that I am getting at least experience, getting an opportunity to learn or giving me the resources that I want is the give and take relationship. Yep. Yep. And I, I mean, I know somebody right now that works at McDonald's and goes in faithfully, like doesn't miss any shifts, is always grinding, talking about, yep, I'm going in, or mm -hmm. no, I can't do it because I got to go in. I'm seeing if I can call off. And, you know, and I just, I haven't seen them at the job, but I already know when they're there, they may not like everybody, but they know their why and they show up and they show out. And that is really respectable for mm. me because I'm like, if you are in whatever job for whatever reason, mm -hmm. because a lot of people assume like, oh, they're working at McDonald's. They must be like a broke college kid or somebody that can't catch a break or whatever. And that's not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. That's not necessarily always the case though, right? right? Real talk. So whatever reason they're doing it and they are being the best that they can be, they can take some aspects of that working relationship on to the next working relationship mm -hmm. that they have on to um the next you know whatever you Real you talk. can pull things out of e every relationship that you're in whether it's a kinship relationship um situationship whatever you yes, can pull aspects out of it have y'all ever broken up with somebody and realized you learned something from the relationship that you were in? Have you ever mm -hmm. left a job and realized something about yourself, whether it's 
the fact that no matter what's going on, I was always on time. I yeah. like being on time. No matter what was happening, I was always asking questions in the meeting. I'm inquisitive. So you take things from these working relationships to either build your own work or, you know, put it into your next working relationship. That is beautiful. Real talk. Um, I think that points to something that I've experienced. Seasons. People have seasons, right? Um, there are... There's been seasons that I have worked four or five jobs, dance instructor, therapist, um, after school, like program director. Man. Uh, I worked at, at, you know, uh, catering or volunteered, worked at Apple. You know what I mean? I've done different different things in certain seasons. I did them all at the same time. Sometimes I felt burnt out, but there was a why. You know what I mean? Like there was, there was a reason why I was doing all of that. And then there were seasons to where, um, like before I started, um, private practice to where I wasn't looking to just do therapy as a private practice. I thought I was in the season of, Oh, I'm going to be working for this corporation and they're paying me a good salary. So I have no reason to look elsewhere. Right. It just so happened that the seasons were changing and I was blessed to see that the seasons were changing. I feel like some people didn't see the, the change of season come and it just hit them. I was blessed to see it um, so that I can hit that fear factor early and I was like, oh, shoot, like I need to find something. I need to do something. And for me, um, for me in that time frame, I was like, OK, I it, it knocked me on my butt. I was like, yo, I can see the end of the season coming. I can either act like it's not coming and don't prepare for it or start attacking these hurdles. So, taking taking what you've learned, reflecting on that yes, season ma'am. and preparing it for the next. And what I'm suggesting is sometimes you may not see the beauty of the next season yet, but you're, that doesn't mean that you're not in relationship with it. It is coming because time is coming. It's continuing to go. It is coming. So if you're not learning what you need to learn from this relationship, the next relationship might suffer. So that yep. why had like, like you said, that is so true. Like you've learned from any relationship. It might be a breakup. It might be a breakup from a company. They may have broke up with you because mm-hmm. Rona came around. Mm-hmm. You might have broke up with this because of situation, scheduling, family uh, situations, whatever it may be. But if you learn something from it, it will help you in the next relationship. Yep. Um, even those that look, some people count this out. And I know that, you know, I'm looking at you. I know that you know <laughs> this to be a working relationship. Being a college student is a job straight up. So you uh, putting in time to one college or to your classes, A, B, and C, you might not get what you thought you came for. You might even get a hurdle in a way, a big hurdle, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I respect all students of all students of life, students of whether you're community college, four-year university, master's degree, doctorate degree, high school, high real talk. <laughs> Anybody that is putting in some type of work to better themselves, whatever that may be, trade or whatever. It is not an easy thing to balance that in life. Oh, yeah. That's why it's a working relationship. Working meaning constantly forming, meaning you got to work and need your (laughs) relationship with yourself, with whatever work you're doing at Mm -hmm. all times, because, like you said, forever changing. And if you understand this to be a relationship, then you'll understand sometimes you can put in and enjoy the good times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's going to be um, you putting in more work and not receiving the good times in return, you know? So yeah. 
you sometimes, like you said, oh, I'm going to do this job today. I don't like doing a job, but the work ethic I have to do from it, if I apply this to what I love, it might not come tomorrow. That might be a two-month thing down the road. But if you are in a relationship with it and you believe in that relationship, okay, I'm in a relationship with who I am supposed to be. And in working in that in turn, see what I did? Oh, yeah. In turn, I'm working for that future. It's not just I'm working for this job and that's it, you know? Um, and that's exactly what an actual internship is. is it's gaining experience or um, sometimes without pay. Hopefully y'all getting paid. But either, even if you're not, mm-hmm. you're gaining um, experience in the certain work to do other work, whether it's related or not. Real talk. Um, so I think – and a perfect example I feel like – is people that take what they've learned from life and apply it to a job and like excel like crazy. Yes. Um like like the people that you might meet at an appliance store but they end up giving you life advice and then you see that through how they are trying to sell your washer and dryer. It's just that respectable, like mm-hmm. having a relationship with work based off a relationship with yourself, which is yes. based off your relationship with life is like your master crazy to see. You know what I call that? And I it was speaking to other people that um, not just entrepreneurs, but people that, that like get it craftsmen or craft women. Like yeah. you, you take it on as your craft, yeah. your art, and as you become um, a Sifu or a master in what you or do, you realize that universally you've learned principles that go to other things. Yeah. And every every relationship, whether it's at work or not at work, has some sort of value. Yes. Whether it's sm- small or not, right? You're, if you, let's use McDonald's. If you're working at McDonald's, for example, as a cashier, you're relationship you might not think you need to have a relationship at work with the the fryer but if something goes wrong and you need somebody's order up real quick then you need to have some sort of relationship to at least Mm -hmm. know how to talk to them how to approach them without having to blow up at least um to know like okay if i ask them to do it nicely they'll do it or i have to you know be stern with it and just tell them that's what i need Mm -hmm. or they won't do it at all and um that's how you in turn create not only better working relationships but you also Um, develop a better workplace because you become more efficient because you become better at communication. Mm -hmm. And then if you have a better workplace, then your mind isn't just on like the stress of work while you're at work, then you can, you know, take mental breaks and work might be able to be a mental break. And so is there so many, so many different aspects of like figuring out your working relationships and navigating. Okay. I'm done. No, that's good. (laughs) That's good. And, And craftsmanship, I think, Yes. Understanding is also goes in there. But like the word craftsmanship, I think that most when you hear work, you don't think of craftsmanship only that they're, they're like hmm. there was a generation that taught me a lot of things about life. Like a lot of people that were electricians and things of people that nature. With their hands. If you think craftsmanship, yeah. you think hands, you think electrical, uh, plumbing, woodworking, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And I always like had a certain amount of awe when you look at them. It's like, oh, you got this skill set. And you think of like when you see them work, you're like, dang, like, you know, this stuff 
like you know it like it isn't just like you work for a company like no i can hire you for yourself because you know how to do flooring how to paint how to do things of that nature because you know the relationships mm-hmm. of the different materials not just what tools you need right you know mm-hmm. the relationships of the tools to the materials to the um temperature to yep. the speed at which you carve yep. to the anything and that doesn't have to just be with physical hand working correct stuff that's with anything. anything real talk real talk i like that that's what's up so at the end of the day when we talk about work working relationships we're talking about all the above to get you to a craftsmanship mindset so that you can understand in turn oh i was just about doing. to say it. yes 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 <laughs> so you can understand overall understanding will link that for you and, and w- regardless of how you come at this thing i believe it's still a journey and you're even if you do it different than our experiences you're still gonna grow and learn and come to your own level of understanding standing and level of craftsmanship and grow and you'll understand relationships differently right mm-hmm like we didn't even have to go into like when some people hear working relationship, they think of, oh, well, people, couples that meet each other at work. Yeah, that can happen. But guess what? If you have a why, then that can be a little bit different because we can get into the like, oh, you should talk to people at work. You shouldn't talk to people at work type deal. That's a whole nother thing. But if you remember your why and like you said, if you're there for that reason and you grow, you get something from it, then trust you're going to be a better person from this relationship and you won't have to get up in the morning cussing out everybody just because your alarm clock went off and you got to go into work hoping for a sick day, snow day, something, <laughs> Any anything. <day. laughs> like, bro, it's the middle of the summer. It ain't snow day. Dang, bro. <laughs> right? Are you sure? That yeah, was right. a little trip drop. No. Nah, y'all don't, we don't have fog days? No. Like, nah, bro, you got to come in. Uh. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that was a lot, a, a lot that I believe people can work with. You see what I did there? Yeah, we was, we was everywhere, but that's okay. That's okay. Hey, 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 what's up? So let me give you something else you can work with this week. It's possible. Wow. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> so I'm going to be the plug for, uh, hey, y'all, it's Jess D over here. <laughs> Yo, so this week. She told y'all to, well, last week, she said to, to tune in. I got some stuff coming. I'm trying to, that's my best. Yeah, that voice. was that was about right. Okay. That was all right. So, so you had some tune in because stuff was coming, and I believe more things are coming and developing, right? Oh, yeah. We got a website <sighs> dropping. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do have an It's Possible Movement website dropping so please look for that this week um i'm gonna get some more out there for the it's possible movement y'all my working relationship with it's possible in my brand is uh growing so (laughs) so uh which is also my relationship with myself so we are we meeting me myself and i all three of them are really really working hard to pump this out for you guys so i'm really excited for you to see it see what i'm doing see what's in this uh brain of mine okay that's what's in the meantime check over at my instagram page at underscore just underscore z 
underscore so you can see what I got popping for y'all. And then across the way, we have at <laughs> Dr. Underscore J. Duncan. And for me, uh, last week, I, I had announced, and it just was just like a test or announcement. See the feeling. I said, for you men out there, if you want to get involved in something that I had planned, I said, hit me up. I've had several people hit me up and say, hey, I don't even know what it is. I just want to be involved. So this week, I'm going to give you a little bit more details. So what I would like to do via popular request is to put together a men's group, virtual men's book club, if you will. And it's going to be basically like an iron sharpens iron approach. We're going to meet together virtually because, you know, right now Rona's going on and virtually will allow us to put some time frames together to where it's convenient for everyone. Um, we're going to meet together and talk about topics of life, but from different perspectives. So I don't just want everyone that is like, oh, I'm philosophical and deep. Yeah, that's cool. But I want a diverse you know, group of people. So for those people that already responded, that's what's up. I've hit you back. We've, we've been in communication. Feel free to invite others that you would like into groups. Um, what I want to do is put together a small group together of group of men, and we're going to talk about life topics and review it in relationship to a book. So it's a book club, a man's group, all in one virtual. Now that you know what it is, Reach out to me if you were scared to reach out before. Reach out to me if you didn't know what it was before, so you wanted to wait. Just reach out. Um, Jesse already gave you my Instagram, but here's my email, jduncan at mindsunlimited.com. Last but not least, go over to the website, www.mindsunlimited.com, to see what else we got going on. From mental health therapy to it's possible to the new services that you have. Yes, ma'am. Life coaching and mental health services. So for those people that were with mental health services with me before, you know, I'm licensed in the state of Ohio. So at that point, it was I have clients all over Ohio. But with the life coaching services, it doesn't matter what state you are in. If you have a computer, a laptop, a phone, desktop, whatever it may be, as long as you have a camera on it and you can connect with me virtually, I can give you all the services that I have with the life coaching. So that is not a clinical mental health service. That is me literally diving in, doing research with you, growing you, trying to make you a better person, better business, whatever it may be. That was a lot of plugging for me. So just, <laughs> just go to the website um, if you need anything, even if you have questions. If I said something, you're like, hey, I want more you know, understanding of this. Contact me, contact Z, and that's what's up. So as always, the smallest change of perspective can change a life. Peace. Peace.